Hello, hello, hello. Hello, babies. How's it going? It's Erin. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. A podcast. A podcast. How's everybody doing? I hope you're well. Uh, we have a super fun show, I think. I think. Um, and yeah, we will talk about some very silly things shortly. Oh my god, I can't wait. Oh my god, so many layers to this. Um, also, I, love it. I just like, I love how it all started. Um, oh my god. <laughs> via cheese. Oh yeah. It's so good, yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. It's a gateway drug. Um, we, let's see, do we have any business for the for the evening? For yes. The- what yes. episode is this? 195? We yes. are... We have four episodes for you to still submit your Sinterklaas poem about the podcast to be featured in our 200th episode. You have the opportunity as a listener. This is going to be a listener episode extravaganza. Yes. We want to read your Sinterklaas poems. We've already got some. They're so funny. We just can't wait. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Sorry, yeah. my, my chair needs to be adjusted. <laughs> oh <laughs> there oh, we yeah. go. You're am I, okay. Am I still in? You're good. You're okay. you're still in frame. All right, good. Um yes, yeah, center class poems. Get those in mm-hmm. if you if you uh have a desire to share anything that you'd like uh yeah. in center class poem form yeah. <laughs> about us or the pod or uh episode uh mm-hmm. that you particularly loved um we'd love to hear it we'd love to see it oh i love it um yeah all right and maybe we'll do well hopefully we're gonna do the gift exchange again yeah we'll see how that goes we'll see how that goes Ginny usually does it for us which is amazing um and there might be some other festive things we do around the holidays who knows because these holidays are going to be fucking weird you guys so weird we need every every ounce of cheer we can get mm -hmm, joy we need to make joy where we can make it find it where we can find it we're probably you know i'm not going to be with my family i don't know Mm -hmm. if you're not going to be with your family Mm -hmm. so it's like you know it's it's gonna be hard and I'm going to see my family outdoors and socially distant for whatever, an hour, but it's like... It's not, it's not the, same. the same. Yeah. It's not like how it usually is, is going to be. And so, I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's a, a relief for some people, though, like to not yeah. have to... Um, That's true. You know, I was talking to a have friend... To pretend. Yeah. I was talking to a friend last night and um, her parents are Trump supporters and she's like, Ugh, I'm like... I don't have the energy to to have these conversations with them. Yeah. I, she's like, I try, and it's just like always devolves into just like fighting, and it's it's you can't have a meaningful. She's like, I can't have a meaningful conversation with my family anymore. It's really yeah. really sad. It's like they're in a cult, so yeah, it's really really fucked. But she's trying. She's just like, you know, taking the holidays are already hard, so yeah, taking taking that off the plate for some people might be a bit of a relief. So yeah, who knows? And if so, that's great. And I'm yeah. happy for you. Yeah, but if not, if you're really super bummed, uh, you can't see your family or yeah. spend time with people that you love that you might consider family. Um, mm-hmm. So sad about that, but let's uh, yeah. try to make it as happy as possible. So, yeah. 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 We're going to do some fun stuff. Yeah, it'll be festive and fun, and mm-hmm. we'll drink all the – 
holiday cocktails. Uh, maybe I'll do a, a cranberry. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what, what was what? that? <laughs> it was like a, a cranberry dressing. No, not dressing. A cranberry. Uh, cranberry uh, saucetini or something. Yeah. Yeah. I like made some disgusting. Drink. It was yeah. a cranberry sauce and vodka. Yeah, basically. Wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was funny. That was yeah. very, that was so early on. That was mm-hmm. like our first holidays. Yeah, podcasting. Yeah. Maybe I'll bring that back, make it fancy. Um, I can't wait. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, that's the only biz I have uh, yeah. that I can think of. Um, check out our uh, merch on our store on our store on our website dtfepodcast.com. Got to check that out if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I don't know. That's it for business for me. That's it. All right. That's it. Anything fucked up for you this week? Um, well, just something funny that happened today. I did – well, I did a um, like a online appointment with my doctor as a follow-up for like some blood work and stuff. And um, that was cool. And it was nice to see her face because when I got my pap Aww. smear a couple weeks ago – I couldn't see, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. I couldn't see her and I like her. She's cool. Mm-hmm. And so we were like chatting and stuff. And then she's like, oh, your cholesterol's pretty high. And like, it's higher than it was a couple of years ago. Is it hereditary? And I thought it would be better by now uh, because I've been like, mm, I guess I've been eating better. I've like lost some weight, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, okay, it'll probably be better, but it was worse. Oh no. Well, I think it's just hereditary. Yeah. And so, um, but then today I asked my mom, like, do you have high cholesterol? And she was like, no, but I I did have it recently, but I don't really have it. And she's like, why do you? And I was like, yeah, I have like pretty high cholesterol, which is abnormal, I thought. I don't know. Maybe I eat too much red meat. And my mom goes, do you eat a lot of eggs? And I go, no. And she goes, oh, you eat a lot of cheese. And Uh, I was like, I don't. I don't eat that much cheese. Like, oh. Especially lately, I have not been eating that much cheese because I'm like trying to watch what I eat. And she's like, Nicole, yes, you do. Every time I'm at your house, you always have like a charcuterie board and all this cheese. And I'm like, you mean at the holidays? (laughs) When it's like a special party occasion? Yeah. Yeah. I eat cheese then, 100%. But I'm not like. (laughs) It's like, like, here's my daily. My daily cheese and charcuterie. Here's my daily coots, charcoots. Oh, like, oh my God. Gotta get my vitamin C. (laughs) My charcuterie. Yeah, my my vitamin cootery. It's just like, yeah, I just thought it was so funny. I was like, what the hell? That was so funny. Anyway, that was my kind of fucked up thing. That's funny. Like, she thinks I'm just making these huge, beautiful, like, charcuterie boards at every meal. Just like, can I get you some coffee with your fucking three cheese plate? Oh, I have a breakfast cheese that's so good. It'll go really well with your coffee. Oh. You haven't tried Borson for breakfast? <laughs> oh, it's their new breakfast Borson line of cheeses. Borson for breakfast, shit. Oh my uh, god. Oh yeah, no. Uh, cr- bagels and cream cheese? No, thank you. I just put a full log of honey goat cheese on my bagel. <laughs> I mean, if that's not breakfasty, I don't know what is. I don't know what is, yeah. Oh so, my god. That was funny. What's your uh, fucked up thing of the week? Well, now I'm really worried about my cholesterol because I actually do eat kind of a lot of cheese. (laughs) I think to be fair, okay, I was also talking to our friend Sandra today and I was like, uh, I was like, my diet's not that bad. And then I'm like, oh, 
No, I eat a lot of red meat. Like we have mm. red meat like three or four times a week because it's the only really? meat that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I think it's because it's the only meat that doesn't freak me out. Like, oh, like cooking and preparing? Yeah. yeah. Fucking Alexa. Alexa, this isn't your conversation. Yeah, so it's like ground beef's the easiest for me to like deal with. So I don't really like cooking chicken and sometimes we make ground pork. But yeah, I think I need to like cut that out. And my doctor was like, find some like more vegetable-based foods and stuff to – what about like ground turkey? Yeah, it's fine. I feel like ground beef is the most disgusting thing to work with. You know how I feel about it. Because you hate it. Yeah, but I think it's so versatile and it goes – like we had chili for dinner. It's so good. Pete made it last night. Turkey so it was, like, chili. I know, yeah. I know. But we just had we just had turkey burgers tonight for dinner. Ew. Like that's the thing. It's like I don't – I want a regular burger. <laughs> Ew, it's good and it's better for you, obviously. It tastes okay. It's – it doesn't taste like a regular burger. I mean, it tastes like a turkey burger. It's its own thing. It's its own thing, but it's, it's like its, own thing. it's. I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. It was good as fuck. Um, yeah, and I would, I would happily replace like a cheeseburger with a turkey burger any day. Oh, I'm not the same. But you also have an aversion to ground beef. We're just not on the same page, and that's okay. But I do love cheeseburgers. That's all yeah. I ate when I was pregnant. So. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Well, not really, because in the beginning of my pregnancy, I, like, could not eat any meat. I, like, yeah. couldn't, couldn't smell anything, like, meat Fleshy. cooking. Yeah. yeah, it was so disgusting. And then um, towards the, like, towards the end, I just, like, was like, mm. fuck this, and I just ate cheeseburgers. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was oh awesome. Uh, I didn't give a shit. Um, <laughs> everything worked out fine. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. Uh, I don't think I have anything fucked up for this week. I, well... I was telling you about this uh, during our bonus episode um, mm-hmm. for Patreon. We, I was like, maybe I'll save it for. I'll, I'll, I'm just going to tell it twice. So uh, <laughs> I'm actually uh, pretty proud of my son. He is uh, already finding his uh, his funny his funny bone. He gets he gets mm-hmm. timing now. It's it's very cute for a two year old to like really lean into farts um mm-hmm. as as uh as a joke it's yeah it's very fun uh so he, that's what he's doing now is he's he's finding that farts and burps are very funny mm-hmm. and it it is it's funny i don't care who you are um so he the other night we're getting him ready for bed and he we're doing his nighttime routine and he's like just got out of the bath and he's so cute and being very silly and he's just so funny uh when he's doing his like his shtick when he knows he's being funny he's just so funny and so he's 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 doing some funny stuff and then i go to like put a diaper on him and he just farts right on my hand and i was just like oh you farted on me and i was like you tooted and then he just really he is like laughing so hard he can hardly breathe and so it's very funny um and so he keeps trying to fart and he's like trying to push him out and he keeps farting and farting and then he he commits too hard to the bit and he just pisses all over me (laughs) and himself so luckily it wasn't shit but that was a fun a fun time um yeah I, i I thought it would be shit. I mean, physically, you think that's what's – like, if you're pushing that hard in that zone, 
Mm-hmm. That's what's going to come next, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but he was like, he had already pooped earlier, so it yeah. was like fine. But he was empty. He'd already evacuated. He's just such a boy, man. He's just like pisses all the time. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm supposed to potty train you because you just like, because like all the signs of potty training are supposed to be like, your, your kid can like go for a couple hours without peeing or knows how to like pull their pants down, whatever. And he doesn't do any of those things yet. So he's not ready. He just pisses all the time. But he knows a well-timed fart joke. So what's more important? You know what I mean? Honestly, honestly. (laughs) You know, we're all our own people. I'm pretty sure I'm doing a great job at being a parent. So (laughs) I don't care. Yeah. Uh, how like yeah? Well, what are we all gonna judge kids by how well they pee in the potty? No, we're gonna judge them by how emotionally intelligent they are and do they know farts are funny? That's right. I'm not trying to shame my kid about uh, bodily functions or no. uh, you know bathroom etiquette yet. Yeah. So no, not yet. <laughs> that'll not come. Yet. That'll come later when they're a yeah. teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay. Well, let's do our topic here, you guys. It's okay. it's a fun one. Yeah. So the it's it's been a couple weeks now, and we finally have a new president. Oh my god! And the most drawn out. I have got to tell you, I am so excited to not mm-hmm. ha- have to talk about Trump ever again, unless it's about him going to jail or getting COVID again. <laughs> yeah. But because you know he's going to get COVID again because he's a stupid bitch. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, people in his administration are testing positive for it every day, so it's like it's a cesspool. So it's going to turn. It's going to make its way back around. Yeah, he's the grossest human on the planet. So, <laughs> uh, but speaking of that, we are talking about something very presidential, um, mm-hmm. and we're talking about presidential gifts. It's a tradition. Oh my god! It's the world leader's love language. Uh, <laughs> What are the five love languages? Um, words physical, of affirmation. Words of affirmation, physical touch, um, quality time, gifts, and what's the fifth one? It must hmm. not be one we use. No. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I think it's acts of service. That's oh, acts is. of service. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, my love language is quality time, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have like I have a, I have like three that are like equally kind of spread out. Um, yeah, I, I like yeah I like them all. Yeah, I like yeah. <laughs> but gifts, I gifts. I'm like uh, I always I feel weird about giving gifts and I feel weird about getting gifts. So mm, that's yeah. not that's not for me. Um, I mm. you know who who doesn't like getting a gift though? I mean honestly, yeah. Especially if you're the president, you get some pretty fucking sweet gifts. Dude. We're gonna talk about them. Um, mm-hmm. the the tradition of of presidential. Gifts have created bonds of dip- diplomacy and friendship between nations that have lasted and remained resolute, if mm. you will, through mm-hmm. the centuries. Um, the resolute little nod there is to the gift that Queen Victoria, little hat tip, uh, gave to Queen – that Queen Victoria gave to Rutherford B. Hayes, uh, which was an ornate desk carved out of timber from the British ship, the HMS Resolute, which mm. the United States had helped search and rescue uh, from the Arctic Ocean in 1855. And that Ooh. is what we know as the Resolute Desk that sits in the Oval Office today. A.K.A. the Desk. The Resolute Desk. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know it had a fancy name till yeah. today. Yeah, so, that's it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and that's where all of our presidents have sat since like the early part of the um, 20th century. With the exception of three, right? Uh, I read a blurb that like all all presidents since then have used it as their desk except three. I don't know why. I didn't well, listen to it. I think they like didn't actually have it in the Oval Office because they hadn't oh. completed that part of the White House yet when he was oh, okay. when like three presidents and from when they got that. It was in like fucking a storage closet or something. And yeah. They're yeah, like, they're like, we'll just use this other desk. For they're now. like, we literally have no room for this gorgeous piece of furniture. We need to build yeah. an entire West Wing for this whole entire desk. Like, let's just like make a room around it. And they totally yeah. did. And that's the office. Oh my um, God. I love it. You know so, what? Build for the space you want. Yeah, not that's the right. space you have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this might be something that we've forgotten about because mm-hmm. we've had a literal clown in the White House for the past four years. But you might remember that. Bye, bitch. The, yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Fucking, I hope the door hits you where the good boys split you. Um, but I don't know if you guys remember. What if he's not split? What if he's like penguin in the No. Movie? He's split so like halfway up his back. Like <laughs> he has the longest butt crack and that's my hot take. Okay. My hot take is he doesn't have one. It's <laughs> like just smooth. Yeah, like the penguin from Tim Burton's Batman Returns. Danny DeVito. Yeah, 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 Danny DeVito. I yeah. think so. And it's just and and also like I think it's orange. Like he has someone put makeup on his butt every day mm-hmm. and his face and that and they use the same sponge on both. Oh. And that's how you get covid. <laughs> That makes a lot of sense. That's why they don't do, go too close to his eyes with the makeup and leave like the Pink ring, eye. the white, the white rings around his, yeah, his yeah, eyes yeah. or his mouth. There's just like a little. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, you might remember. I don't know if you guys do. It's been four years, uh, but the presidency was once steeped in protocol, tradition, <laughs> and respect. <laughs> And with all those things comes the presence for being, you know, respected and well regarded in the world. Um, yeah, that's not to say Trump hasn't received any presents, but oh. like a fucking log of cat shit in a box sent anonymously is not the yeah. same thing. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I mean, people have been giving our presidents gifts forever, like foreign dignitary celebrities mm-hmm. and everyday regular Americans. And every president has received thousands of gifts Per year throughout history. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now, I can't, like you're saying, I cannot imagine somebody giving Trump a gift right now at this yeah. point, unless it's like a box of shit yeah, or shit. a dictionary. Like, here's some more words you can use besides <laughs> yeah. good, great, beautiful, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, or a gift card to Sephora so he can once and for all match his fucking shade because that airbrush makeup is not matched at yeah. all. Anywhere. Like, let's just make it a Fenty specific gift card because there's a shade for everyone in that line. And, like, he will find his match, you know? I don't want anything that Rihanna has touched to touch Mm. that man. So he doesn't get Fenty. Um, (laughs) It's like how how no uh, musician, like, no good musicians want him playing their songs at his rallies. So it's all just, like... No shade to the village people, but it's all just like YMCA and that like proud to be an American song. Yeah, it's, it's like, like whatever is like up for like public domain. It's like yeah, the it's birthday song. Birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same 
same with makeup. It's like any actual name brand makeup. They're like, no, thank you. Yeah. They're like, uh, but here's this um, bin of expired Mary Kay makeup that you are free and welcome to use yeah. at any time. Except for like anything that Jeffree Star or Kat Von D makes. They're like, we're like kind of Nazis, so you can have it. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. 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 Kat Von D's like, please use all my grill stuff. Yeah. Which is sad, too, because I remember when she first came out with her makeup, her eyeliner, her liquid liner was very good. I know. You can't buy it. No, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, Just Google that shit, guys. Um, It's a lot of fucking craziness in the makeup Mm -hmm. world. Um, Anyway, oh, and Jeffree Star calls people the N-word. So, yeah, we hate him. He's trash. Trash. Um, So, yeah, in the past, all gifts from foreign dignitaries uh, had to be approved by Congress, um, Mm -hmm. after which they could become the property of the recipient. So, Mm. like, it used to just be that... The only thing that needed to happen was Congress had to be like, okay, that's cool. You can receive that as a gift. Um, mm. But then as the U.S. gained prominence on the world stage, like before we kind of were like a poor little, you know, homely starter, starter, starter yeah. country. We were a starter country. Yeah. And everybody was like, um, like here's some horses or something. And yeah, everybody yeah. was like, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, but as we got like bigger and more wealthy, uh, a, a division of protocol needed to be created. Um, so in 1928, that's when that was enacted and it helped presidents who were entertaining visiting dignitaries kind of figure that out. And they also helped to like organize the gift exchange. Uh-huh. Uh, so like it wasn't some weird incongruent thing. Um, and also to like kind of get the background of, of the dignitaries and the countries they were coming from and what oh. would be offensive, what wouldn't be. So it was it started to get more and more symbolic. Yeah. And then also it was just like, now, now that seems like a, a bribe. Let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> or that's... like or like this is it's we're still in prohibition. You can't bring alcohol or something. You know what yeah. I mean? We're so. not supposed to have that even though everyone's drinking it. Yeah, like, oh, oh a hu- a gram of cocaine. I don't think we should have that. Like, stuff like that, you know. <laughs> That's something I, I, in every job I've ever worked because, like, uh, to do with media, because there is, like, an entertainment part of the job where you're, like, entertained by sales reps who want to, like, foster relationships with you, which – Really, it's all just like bribery all the time. It's just like them being top of mind and like taking you to the coolest stuff so that you work with them. Yep. Um, But we always had like in our uh, code of conduct or whatever, in every job I've had, we always had very specific guidelines. Like you cannot accept a gift over this amount. Anything Mm -hmm. over this amount has to be flagged. Like it was pretty – severe so of course the president has something like that yeah yeah Yeah. they have to um so yeah that's kind of where it started where everything started getting more I guess organized back in 1928 Mm -hmm. and now today foreign gifts anything from like paintings or ceremonial daggers stuff like that that's all sent to the national archives um Mm -hmm. we get some crazy stuff and we're going to talk about all the crazy gifts we've gotten but uh yeah and, and you can't accept anything that's over a monetary value of three hundred and seventy five dollars. Yeah, um, that's like part of the part of the rules. I'm sure there's like loopholes because I'm sure there's loopholes of like 
oh, this is for the U.S. or something. I'm sure there's, like, ways around it. But, like, if it's a meeting and someone's bringing you something, it has to be under that amount. Well, that's basically the way it is kind of presented now is, like, yeah, it is for you, but it's also for the, you know, for the – like, everybody knows what it what the protocol is now. Yeah. Um, I, I guess, though, some gifts we'll talk about are, like, a personal gift, but some gifts are not – like, you're like, how would you – why would you give that to just one person? Yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, totally. It's so weird, but, yeah, yeah we'll get into that. Um, so yeah, under the federal ethics rules, the presents must be turned over to the government for storage mm-hmm. or official use unless the recipient chooses to purchase the items from the general services administration. So yeah. they can't, they can, like the, whoever's president can, um, or if you're like a, a dignitary within the government, you, yeah. and you're presented with a gift, not just as a president, as the president or, you know, a member of office, like of the administration. Yeah, the, yeah. That, it also applies to members of the administration. Um, yeah, because Hillary Clinton, I don't know when or why she was gifted this, but uh, she once she abdicated her role as Secretary of State, uh, I guess before she ran for president, she she had been gifted some black pearls by um, the Myanmar opposition leader. Oh no, Ung San Suu Kyi. Mm, sure. Okay, close, that's close enough. Maybe, sure, that sounds fine. Um, and so she really wanted them. So yeah. after she was done working for the government, she's like, "Yeah, I want to buy those back," but she had to buy them at the current market price. Yeah, whatever the yeah fair market value at the time was. Yeah, which was like almost a thousand dollars. So yeah. she must have maybe she got them when like her husband was president or something. I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, but she she really wanted them. Like, she loved mm-hmm. them, and yeah. she paid for them. Uh, yeah. She she also paid, I think, like, somewhere around, like, $700, $600 for a painting mm. that was given to her by, I think, Azerbaijan. Oh. Uh, and nobody knows what the, this painting looks like or where it, where it even is now. But wow. she really loved this painting. Those are the only two items she, like, bought out of the – bought back from the government basically that's cool. um yeah um, it's weird that you have to buy something that was gifted to you i know it's but. i mean it seems i mean it, we'll talk about it but you should get like a top five like you when you're leaving office you should be able to go into like the treasure chest of yeah. gifts that you receive <laughs> like you do at the dentist when you're a kid and you get yeah. to pick five <laughs> you get to pick five pieces from the treasure chest you know yeah yeah, yeah. wouldn't that be great i would i would love that for yeah for them (laughs) they work hard jesus they do i know i know they're public servants like let them have this yeah but trump doesn't get it no no he he he's only allowed to keep the hair dolls that all the members of the kkk send him (laughs) and the fucking personalized hoods and he can keep those so we can properly uh identify him when he's out clanning or whatever yeah and all the q and on like (laughs) fucking macaroni jewelry that is sent to him. I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh my god. <laughs> QAnon is so making macaroni jewelry. Yeah, that's all they can muster. I bet there's like Etsy stores for QAnon people and it's oh. just macaroni jewelry, but it's like spray painted. Yeah. And they're oh. like awful gross barf colors. Like it's like what you couldn't even get like gold spray paint. You had to use this like diarrhea brown. 
<laughs> These people have no class. No, yeah. they're Mm-mm. idiots. Um, yeah. Well, so yeah, so we're going to talk about some of the most wild, gross, and silly mm-hmm. gifts that have ever been given to some of our presidents. Yeah. Uh, and so, in researching this topic, I found out a lot about how like wildly symbolic some of the gifts can be. Oh. In uh, the like, this is kind of like upper echelon gift giving. Mm-hmm. Um. And it, it's really crazy and I love it. Uh, but this bizarre kind of – or this over-the-top gift-giving is a long-standing diplomatic practice. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a weird ritual. Um, but it's, it's – fucking dick-swinging competitions. Yeah. But it's also I mean, like – but also like the U.S. government officials are – they have to accept this stuff. They have yeah. – they can't turn present presents down because the like, quote – non-acceptance would cause embarrassment to the donor and U.S. government. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, these, like, gift givers actually, they're, they know the protocol. So right. it's just, it's just, like, this weird, like, back and forth. They know that they can't keep them for personal use. Yeah. And so it's, it's just kind of a weird thing. But. I, I even think with the, like, cap like the 375 or whatever like you can't gift anything more than this or accept Mm -hmm. anything more than this of course they probably still do because they don't want to embarrass anyone but that's probably more of just like a this is our official policy so that countries like find something within the reasonable amount you know but then some countries probably show off well that's exactly what happens so uh so the foreign gifts and declarations act of 1966 Mm-hmm. was prompted in part this is like a a next step after the like 1928 uh kind of rulemaking mm-hmm. it was in 1966 they did this foreign gifts and declarations act which was prompted in part by the expensive gifts that some arab kings would bring to on their visits oh. like they would bring luxury cars and mm. like rare horses and like jewelry all kinds of shit um, oh my god and so it's just it, it still happens, but it, it's just symbolic. For example, uh, yeah. President Trump uh, received eighty three gifts from Saudi Saudi Arabia during his trip to the Middle East in May of twenty seventeen, um, and this included. I, I read the list. It's like a lot of clothes, and uh, but a lot of really random stuff. Um, mm. Artwork include which featured the president himself. Um, swords daggers fur robes uh, made from tiger and cheetah skin oh no uh scarves shirts a hoodie a dress um i guess for melania and a lot of sandals um oh my god i can't imagine what his toenails look like oh god also yeah i've never seen trump in a pair of sandals i would don't think he i think he has like like no feet toes. Like the penguin. Or feet like, like webbed. Feet like from the witches, you know? Oh, no. I still haven't doll. seen that. Yeah, I still have never seen that. <gasps> I've seen the like famous scene. Have you seen, have you watched the new one on HBO? No, I haven't. Mm, I wonder if that's good. I want to see that. But the original Angelica Houston is yeah. fucking iconic. I've seen, um, I've seen parts of it, but yeah, I need to watch it the whole thing. It's like kind of scary too for a little kid. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so he yeah. got all these crazy. Crazy gifts. Um, oh, my God. Another really over-the-top gift that has been given to a president is a two-lane bowling alley, 
which was installed in the White House in 1947. So this was before the the Foreign Gifts and Declarations Act. But this wasn't even a foreign gift. This was from his supporters um, as a birthday gift. So wow, like. I guess a bunch of donors got together and were like, "We're gonna, don't worry, we're got we got something really cool." And they yeah, put, and they just like put in a bowling alley in the White House, and then <laughs> they're like, "My and, cousin installs bowling alleys. We'd like to come over and give you one." And the weirdest thing about this gift is that Truman wasn't even like that big of a fan of bowling. <laughs> like he didn't he didn't care. He was just like, "Okay, cool. I've bowled before, but like, I'm not like a." A bowler. <laughs> yeah. He's but, probably a bowler like the rest of us, you know? It's like you're totally. there for the pitchers of beer, which I think it's so fun. This is so cool and fun. I would imagine it's still in the White House. Um, and I think it would be a super cool – like if I was all stressed out, like I just had a call with like some Republican douchebag or something, mm-hmm. I'd like – I'd be like, I'm going bowling. And I'd yeah. go downstairs and I'd fucking bowl and work it out over 10 frames in my mind. Absolutely. I'd be refreshed. I would probably have a beer. And then I'd go back and deal with my shit, you know? I love bowling. Um, I love bowling. If it wasn't COVID, I would totally join a bowling league. A hundred percent. So much fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's a pretty over-the-top gift. Uh, a full yeah. – a full-on bowling alley. <laughs> I think that's like very pricey, but there's also I, I I put one in here that I thought was over the top, not because it was um <laughs> expensive. I don't know if it was, but because I thought it was very weird. Uh yeah, this is a very strange one. Yeah. So the Clintons received a beautiful rug from the president of Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Azerba- yeah. Um with okay, okay. It's like a beautiful kind of like Persian style-ish rug, just like lots of colors and patterns and really big and ornate. And then um, in the middle, it has pictures of Bill and Hillary Clinton's faces. It's like their portrait. Yeah. Which I feel like, okay, this is what's so cool about it. It looks good. Like it looks like their faces yeah. in a cartoony way. It's but not it's, a, it's not like a shag carpet like <laughs> like have you seen those like <laughs> it's like a beautiful like work of it's, art. Honestly. Yeah, it is not like it this is actually I feel like a tribute and something special. It's not like a fuck you to them. With, like, their faces on a carpet. And also props to the people who made it, the person or people who made it, because that shit looks good. And I can't imagine carpet is a forgiving medium in general. And then you're making a carpet with people's faces. Look it up. It's so good. It's No, I mean, this is, is like, part of it. Azerbaijan, like, they wanted to show off the fact they have, like, very ornate, beautiful rug makers. Mm. This is, like, a, a, you know – a thing in their country and so yeah. they had this rug maker make this and it's it is a it's a beautiful rug i love it yeah so yeah um, it's, oh it is gorgeous so those are some examples of just some like over the top silly ones just to like yeah. amuse bush it um what your whistle what your whistle uh <laughs> but this Next, these next ones are kind of gross. So, uh, <laughs> let's let's see what they are. Um, okay, yeah. so this is what kind of started us thinking about doing this topic yeah. altogether. Uh, so, 
this is a gift of cheese. And this is the gift idea that sparked this whole episode. So, and it's one of the first gifts that's ever been given to a president. So, oh my God. This is one of the earliest recorded gifts of, that was given. It was a mammoth cheese that was presented to uh, Thomas Jefferson, President Thomas Jefferson, by the Republican mm-hmm. Baptists in Cheshire, Massachusetts in 1802. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was to celebrate Jefferson's election. Uh, so the town elder John Leland inspired his Baptist congregation to manufacture a 1,235 pound cheese to give to the president. So he was like, everybody milk your cows. Let's go. We got to make this fucking cheese. Let's go. Oh my God. Everybody. Okay. Now curdle your cow milks. Like, yeah. what, how do you even make cheese that big in that day of an age? You know what I mean? I don't know. I... It's it's a huge undertaking, and they really went for it. Uh, oh like I said, God. every single cow in the town was used. Like they used <laughs> milk from every single cow, except for the ones that were owned by Federalists, because like, <laughs> fuck those guys. Because <laughs> fuck your milk. That's right. Um, <laughs> How petty. Yeah, very petty. Um, they could have had fifteen hundred pounds. We don't know. Yeah, they just left out all the Federalist cows. Um, but they, so they make this cheese and then they inscribed it with the phrase, quote, rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God. Oh, wow. Fuck yeah. That's very intense. Um, yeah, that's good. And they presented it to Jefferson after it took a month to get down to Washington. Uh, and <laughs> they presented it to Jefferson on New Year's Day in 1802. And Jefferson was like such a like rule, like, play by the rules, like everything has to be by the book kind of guy, except he's like, I, there is no book. I'm writing the book. So let's make this rule now. Uh, He had a policy to not accept free gifts. This is like a good rule, Thomas Jefferson. Uh, And he insisted that he paid $200 for the cheese. Great. Oh my God. Love that. So cool. He followed the rules, but didn't he like impregnate a bunch of his enslaved women? Yes, of course. So. Yeah. But he paid for the cheese. Wow. Wow. Cool. Very – how noble. How noble of you, gentlemen. What a sir. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. But then later down the road, uh, the most – one of the most racist presidents we've ever had, uh, aside from probably all of them, uh, the most <laughs> – the most – outwardly and hateful uh, yeah. president, uh, Andrew Jackson. Mm. He also received a massive hunk of cheese as a gift from his supporters. Mm. And it seems it was created out of spite of Jefferson's cheese. What? <laughs> this is so funny to me. Okay. Oh, my God. So this is a spite cheese, basically. <laughs> Uh, as the story goes, uh, quote, Jackson's admirers thought that every honor which Jefferson had ever received should be paid to him. So some of them residing in a rural district of New York got up and made a mammoth cheese for Old Hickory. I guess Old Hickory was His uh, nickname? Andrew Jackson's nickname. That's weird. Um, <laughs> it's like calling uh, like your the the guy you support like daddy or something. It's so weird. <laughs> Ooh, old hickory we made you a cheese <laughs> uh, old hickory why i'd want to be like young hickory or like mm. new hickory 
I hate it. It's all yeah. it's all bad. It sucks. So they take this cheese down to Jackson and after they get it after it arrives at the White House, he kept it on display in like the foyer for a year like two years or something. Oh my god. So <laughs> and he's like, like he's like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this fucking cheese. I guess like let's age it for a couple of years. I don't know. It's blue cheese now. Or a Roquefort. Or, or yeah, I don't know. Oh my it's, god. It's so gross. Um Ew. I mean, I love cheese and I understand how it's made, but this is like it was very stinky, I think. Well, so, also like you're supposed to when you make cheese, you need to like control for the environment. It can't just be in like a random room at your house. Yeah, maybe this was like the most uh the coolest room in the house, like the like the coolest driest room, like coolest driest room, yeah, because it was like yeah. by the front door or something. I don't know. Oh my it god, it gets really fucking humid in the summertime in DC, so I don't Ugh. know what the fuck. Um, so during the final party he threw as the president in 1837, he al- he allowed just people off the street to come on in and get some fucking White House cheese. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> And White so, House cheddar. Yeah, White House cheddar. <laughs> and I guess it was like a party and everybody was just like popping in like, hey, got any of that cheese? And oh, they like no. would come in and just like hack pieces off of it. And uh, according to a book by Benjamin Purley Poor, uh, this is his 1886 book, Purley's Reminiscences, Reminiscences of 60 Years in the Natural the National Metropolis. God, (laughs) fucking mouthful of a book title. Uh, According to his book, it says, quote, for hours did a crowd of men, women, and boys hack at the cheese, many taking large chunks of it away with them. When they commenced, the cheese weighed 1,400 pounds, and only a small piece was saved for the president's use. The air was redolent with cheese. The carpet was slippery with cheese. No. And nothing else was talked about at that at Washington that day. Even the scandal about the wife of the president's secretary of war was forgotten in the tumultuous ju- tumultuous jubilation of that great occasion. Oh no! That was the petticoat scandal, by the way, that he was referring to, where his uh, secretary of war married a woman who was like fucking on a bunch of dudes. Oh and wow! That was like a big scandal. So. Huh. Kind of Interesting. Fun. Yeah. Oh my God. People are just like slipping on the, these cheese carpets at this party. Also, I guess like, it smelled for like ever afterwards. But like, it's like, did no one use a plate? This is why I don't entertain at my home because I have carpet. I mean, not, you know, coronavirus aside, but mm-hmm. I have carpet and I don't want people just roaming with food because mm. I don't want it to get like mushed into the carpet. Mm you yeah, know that's fair that's fair like this cheese oh i don't like it Ugh. it's rough it's rough um yeah so that that's that this is what inspired the the whole episode it's just yeah, that I love that it. account just the fucking cheese gift it's so weird I know. uh there's like so many food related ones but this one i thought was very weird um cut to early 2000s mm-hmm the president of Argentina gave George W. Bush 300 pounds of lamb in 2003. Fuck. Which. That's like, so much. That's so much. I, I I, mean, it's just so much. And also, it's just like, I don't know. 
<laughs> I like feel like he's like a like Fogo de Chao and he's like he didn't put his like stop sign up and like the, the president of Argentina just kept bringing the lamb. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh no, you just keep ordering or it's like all you can eat like uh shabu shabu or like Korean barbecue and you just keep ordering plates before you finish cuz you think you'll still be hungry uh-huh. and then you hit a point and you're like oh no. And then I fucked you up. can't take it home. Yeah, <laughs> you got to do it. But it's just, yeah, it's wild. But like all gifts, it was accepted by the office of the president on behalf of the nation. And then, um, and then I would imagine, hopefully, that they gave it to his general. Well, I think they passed it along to his general services administration um, because he can't eat three hundred pounds of lamb. Yeah, but it's like, did everybody? Was that like a fun day for everyone? Yeah. Was everyone yeah. like, we got lamb from Argentina? Like, this is what's for dinner? Or was everyone like, I don't want it? You know? Yeah. Do we have like a huge barbecue? I would have come and taken some. I know. Well, that's the thing. It's like I feel like when something like this happens, the White House chef should like prepare it for everyone, and it should be like a. a a morale thing. It's like everybody lamb dinner on us tonight. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. We're we're opening some bottles of wine from the cellar. We still have a little bit of uh, cheese left from, <laughs> from Andrew Jackson. <laughs> from Andrew Jackson in the carpet. So we'll it's be the carpet. that out. <laughs> the carpet cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, God. So uh, the, it's the White gross. House cheddar. Actually, <laughs> it's the White House unexpected cheddar because you didn't know we still had some. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Trader so, Joe's. Yeah, that's the best cheese at DJ's. Yeah. Know it. Oh my what god. Is, is there something shaking on your table? Yeah, I just like pushed off of it. Oh, Sorry. oh. you're like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh my god. My lord. So yeah, those are some really disgusting gifts. Um, yeah. Examples of disgusting gifts, mm-hmm. and they're all food related, obviously. Um, yeah. But the sil- some of the silliest ones are mm. just so silly. Like, let's just go through them. Oh so, for example, in 2008, the Dutch Prime Minister Jan-Peter Belkeninde gave uh, President George W. Bush a set of inline skates, complete mm. with wrist guards, knee pads, and el- elbow pads. <laughs> he didn't need that. I like what Fucking, the Dutch prime minister's just like yo yeah. president bush like we could go skating together and then bush is like no no man no, no man no no yawn <laughs> yawn what are you thinking but you know how like dutch people are cool even as they get older like mm-hmm. i used to work with a dutch guy named mark and he was super cool like he dressed cool he had kids that were like teenagers and stuff but he was just always he just always seemed like so young and cool i I was like when i was he's dutch yeah when i was in amsterdam i just like everywhere i looked like everybody was so fucking cool like on their bikes and shit i have like an iconic photo i took of these two older men just dressed so impeccably with their cool but with their cool ass bikes and like Like I leathers, was, I yeah. Like. They yeah. were they were like in tweed, like oh, like perfectly tailored uh, blazers and oh. like nice hats and had nice like facial hair. They were just so fucking cool, and they were probably like eighty years old, and they're just oh. like riding their bikes around. So cool, so cool. Um, uh, Bush got a lot of weird gifts. Yeah, 
He's mentioned a lot in here. I, part of yeah. that is probably just because, like, it's more of the digital age and people were, like, keeping closer track of this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he – so the president of Bulgaria gave him a puppy as a gift during an official vidget, vidget visit. Official visit. Official visit. I don't know why I said it like that. Um and I just feel like gifting an animal is so rude. It's crazy. It's not an it's an absolutely batshit thing to do. <laughs> it's like when you hear about those families where like the dad went and got the kids a puppy without consulting the other parent or whatever. It's like no. Absolutely no. You do not get to come in and be the cool parent, okay? Uh, we're a family. This requires resources, taking care of it. Like, who's going to clean up after it? At the you know very I mean? least, it requires a discussion. It, yes, at the very <laughs> least. Um, and then what's wild is a puppy is not even the most interesting animal-related gift. Um, so uh, jo- his father, George Bush Sr., received uh, in 1990 a Komodo dragon gifted by the president of Indonesia – which they didn't keep because they had a dog, Millie, and they didn't want the Komodo dragon to eat Millie. That's so fair. They, yeah, it's fair. That would be just upsetting. Um, also, they're like, the poison. they're like poisonous, too. They're poisonous. And, yeah. yeah. And so they gifted it to the Cincinnati Zoo. And uh, fun fact, Naga, who that was the Komodo dragon's name, he sired 32 offspring and died – eventually of an abdominal infection at the age of 24 in 2007. Wow. He lived a long time. He li- Those are human years. He lived a yeah. long ass time. And during his stay in Cincinnati, Naga was a star attraction, a drawing about 1 million visitors each year. That's so, so cool. Yeah. He was like a fun – he ended up being a fun gift that was like put out into the world so people could enjoy and that's really nice of uh, Bush Sr. to have, like, given it to the Cincinnati Zoo so that they have, like, this cool attraction. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's cool. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then I think the uh, – another fun animal one is um, – this is just quick, but the president of Mexico gave Reagan a huge white horse. Uh, here's another uh, animal-related one. Mm-hmm. President Kennedy – also got a, a dog, um, but this mm. one was, this was kind of a shady gift. Um, so during the Cold War, he and Nikita Khrushchev had kind of like a decent relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, they like would write back and forth to each other and they would exchange gifts every now and then. Mm. Um, but this one time, um, there was a little bit of passive aggressiveness sometimes. And this one Ooh. time... Khrushchev in 1961 gifted Kennedy a really cute dog named Pashinka. Um, and that seems really cute and nice, but if not a little bit weird to receive a whole ass dog. Yeah. Uh, but Pashinka was the offspring of a dog the Soviets had successfully sent into space, which had placed them above and ahead of oh. America in the space race. So he was like, here's a dog. Oh, by the way, it's it's dad's already been to space. It's just so cute, isn't it? And Kennedy was like, fuck you. And then he like. (laughs) What am I supposed to do with this fucking dog? But he like, he kept the dog and like it was in his family for years and it had puppies and like 
lived in Cape Cod, so it was fine. Honey, get in here. Pashinka's having puppies. <laughs> uh, I love Pashinka. Well, it. I don't know if this helped with the space race at all, but uh, by the end of the 1960s, we had to put a man on the moon. So mm. Kennedy, Kennedy did that. He might have been uh, pushed over the edge by... This dog that was a daily reminder of uh, of his fa- like failings as a yeah. world leader. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Um, that's so fun. I, I love know. That. I, I love, love it the too. like the yeah, petty one, the shade of it. Yeah. Oh, also, so but this is why I think a lot of it is like big dick swinging. It's like, how are we? What are we going to give them? That's like gonna just have like a little bit of a zing to it you right know? yeah yeah or it makes us look really rich like like saudi arabia gives just like here's a rolls royce here's this like faberge egg here you know it's like yeah. what are all the richest things we could give which is flexing in a different way totally um spit I, everywhere. this is <laughs> this is uh the the last like um animal related gift i think but it's not necessarily an animal and maybe it's more practical uh but obama was given a gift of crocodile insurance <laughs> by the chief minister of Australia's Northern Territory when he and his family visited um, Australia. And it was actually a gift for the whole family. Every member of the Obama family was insured in the event that any of them were attacked by uh, an alligator or a crocodile. Oh, crocodile, yeah. yeah. Any of them were attacked by a crocodile, then they would be paid $51,000 uh, in the event of that happening. So, like, <laughs> I don't know that I want to set foot in your country, Australia. Yeah. Also, it's like I've <laughs> seen 2020 too many times for you to, like, show up greeting me when I get off the plane and you're like, 2020 yeah. the show that. 2020 yeah. the show, um, 60 minutes, prime time, whatever, yeah. all the shows. Dateline, yeah. yeah. Dateline, there is a an insurance policy taken out and something goes awry and someone collects that money. And it's like, you're coming to me at the airport being like, we got you a gift as insurance in case you get attacked by a crocodile. And then it's like, what's going to happen on this trip? You better – you bet your ass you're probably going to get attacked by a crocodile or it's going to come close. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not reassuring, guys. No. <laughs> uh, Obama also got a surfboard, not in the same trip or anything. Uh, he got a surfboard from the prime minister, I think, at oh, one point. Oh, that's cute. During, yeah. Yeah. I think that's really cute. Yeah. Um, now, here's another category of gifts. Yeah. This is the – Last minute slash white elephant gifts. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite category. It's so good. It's so random and stupid. I love it. I love it yeah. so much. Uh, it's like, did they just forget they were going to the White House or what happened here? I don't oh. I don't get them. No, some of these gifts are so clearly last minute. It's like not even remembering. Okay. <laughs> I... Some of these are like, okay, they didn't even remember to grab something at Hudson News, maybe. Some of these are like the limo that the person from another country is in is pulling up to the White House and they're going, fuck, we and didn't they, get anything. And they run in, there's this little cute gift shop near the White House <laughs> called Chocolate Moose. 
And they ran into Chocolate Moose. If anybody from DC knows what I'm talking about. Oh my god. They ran into this into Chocolate Moose and grabbed a gift for real. Yeah. Or some of these are so bad that okay. Some of these are so bad that it's like, did you even like they didn't even they were beyond that. They're like, shit, we already passed Chocolate (laughs) Moose. We're entering the grounds. We're pulling up to the door. This is what I'm talking about. Um, JFK received a carved peach pit, <laughs> like, it like a design on it. They're like looking around the limo for something to give him. They're like, oh, fuck. Uh. The driver's eating a peach in the yeah. front seat. And they're like, I need that. Yeah. And then <laughs> pull out a Swiss army knife. And then fucking Rutherford B. Hayes received a carved lemon. They, they could have found, there's probably lemon trees on the property. They're like, pull over. And they just like lean out the car and grab a lemon. They're like, here, we made this. <laughs> exactly. And, and he's, like- Like, he's like, I just got this Resolute desk from Queen Victoria and you're giving me a fucking lemon with like, yeah. hi, yeah. like carved into it. And I guess it's still like on display and like, uh, I don't know if it's in the National Archives or what, but it's still, it's still somewhere. And the lemon? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And-, and probably the peach pit. Well, because yeah. I don't think we said this, but... Um, if, like, the gifts go into the whatever it's called. The archives. The archives. And then once a president gets their own um, library dedicated to them, like all presidents do. Oh, they can transfer them there. Yeah. Got so, it. like, more of their crap can go to there and be on display They're and like, not take up space. It's like when you um, go home to visit uh, after you've been moved out for like 10 years and yeah. you're like an adult now and you like go home for the holidays and your mom's mm-hmm. like, I have a bag of stuff in the closet in your room upstairs that I've turned into my crafts den. Um, do you want to take it? And it's like your old drill team uniform and like... <laughs> You're just like, no, mom. But yeah. like, that's what it's like. Then the archives is like saying that they're like, can you just like get this shit out of the closet? I need more room for my wrapping paper. <laughs> except you, yeah, except you go in and it's all your brother's stuff. You're like, yeah. this isn't yeah. even my stuff. And she's like, oh, I must have gotten rid of it. And you're like, oh. I can't. Or it's like all your old homework from like sixth grade. And you're like, this, what do I don't burn it? I don't care. <laughs> Pete's mom and dad a couple years ago sent us boxes of Pete's second grade, third grade. I'm like, what is it's so fucking dusty. I'm like, just throw it away. Like, stop send finally Pete was like, stop sending this to us, just throw it away. I don't need it. But it's like, oh what do you God. do with that stuff? You know? Some of it's fine. It's like, oh, you find a cute drawing or whatever. Yeah. But- oh my God. Oh my God. Well, well, okay. There is there is one thing along the lines of a carving that did require a little bit more um, thought and and prep work into this, but is still mm. – and that is someone carved Nixon's face onto not one but two grains of rice, him <laughs> as a child and then him as an old, however old he was at the time. And it's like – Okay, well, no, they maybe didn't carve it. Maybe they stopped by like a mall kiosk or something. Oh, but- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you had to, you have to use like a magnifying glass yes. to look at it. They gave him a magnifying glass with it. They're like, here's the first part of your gift. And they hand him a magnifying glass and he goes, huh? And then they hand him two fucking the- grains of rice. He goes, 
no, what? These are just two grains of rice. And they go, shit, where did I put the ones <laughs> he <laughs> that I sneezes. your face on to? He sneezes. He's like, so what am I supposed to be looking at here? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. yeah. Um, this, like, I don't know why this reminds me of the fact that Roger Stone has a Nixon tattoo on his back and it's just awful. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Um, I, that's I think only, I knew that. It's the only place a, a picture of Nixon should be is, like... <laughs> on a grain of rice so nobody actually has to look at it yeah um (laughs) so here's another kind of last minute this is like a white elephant gift for sure uh president obama was once gifted 12 scented votive candles and a tea infuser in the shape of a penguin (laughs) and no this gift was not from your aunt mary or your or your work colleague brad this was <laughs> this was a gift from the country of Brunei, which is a extremely fucking wealthy country, first of all. It's a whole ass country that went to Marshalls and was like, what's our budget? $30? Okay, cool. I'm on it. And they just like grabbed whatever was on the shelf. Yeah. That's the why budget. they're wealthy because they're a Maxinista. They're a Maxinista. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I'm not, we're not buying him a fucking Bentley. No. No, no, no. Um, so Brunei. We're gifting these candles. Yeah. Brunei is like a tiny uh, Asian country. Mm-hmm. It's roughly the size of Delaware, but it's the fifth richest nation in the world. Oh my gosh. And they gave Obama this fucking gift. But that's, and that's rude as fuck, but that's not even the rudest gift that Brunei has ever given. They once gave, okay, this is like the top of everything. I love it so much. Okay. (laughs) They once gave George W. Bush a worst case scenario survival handbook (laughs) and a vocabulary building game from the, and that all came from the Sultan of Brunei. So like, it was like they went to Barnes and Noble and like grabbed the like, whatever, like shits in the end cap of a aisle and like checked out real quick and i'm fucking telling you they're either the shadiest bitches in the game or they are literally just buying gifts at the last minute at the airport newsstand because oh my god yes i think Uh oh it has to be or maybe both it's like no we are shady as hell so we're gonna wait until we get to Hudson News, and then we will buy a gift. Whatever they have there, that's what they're getting. Or maybe that Sultan is just like super funny and just like maybe he's like, "Haha, I got you a <laughs> worst case scenario survival handbook." Haha, George. I'm surprised they didn't gift him an I Heart DC T-shirt or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, these are all for sure gifts in like they just have a gift closet in Brunei at their like the headquarters palace i don't know oh what yeah the oh yeah offices and it's just like anybody who ever receives any sort of gift on the premises it goes into that closet it's like yeah for you they it's, these are just gifts from like their co-workers but they're like put it in the closet we're gonna give that to a foreign dignitary it's the re-gift closet for sure um yeah or it's just like all stocking stuffers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I it's love like it. A, it's there's like a candy cane of M and M's in there. Like it's just like random shit, you know. <laughs> um, a chocolate orange. <laughs> Some uh, Ferro Rocher. <laughs> oh yeah, Ferro Rocher. Oh yeah. my god. There's a toothbrush, but it's like from someone's dentist. Yeah. But it's like wrapped, you know? Yeah, and it has like the name printed on it. It's yeah. It's like a, 
uh, hot chocolate uh, uh, kit. <laughs> like one that's like on a spoon that someone made. <laughs> and it's just the oh Sultan of Brunei like, hey, but actually they have given some baller gifts. I think they gave like Michelle Obama some like, and uh, Sasha and Malia, I think they gave them like really, really nice jewelry at some Ooh. point. Yeah. I hope they got to keep it. Or I hope they, like, bought it back or whatever. I think it was, like, so insanely, like, lavish that it oh. was, like, there's no – it was, like, no. upwards of $80,000. <gasps> what? Yeah. How was that accepted? Because you can't be rude. And they were, like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that's all that I got. There's oh my God. obviously, like, tons of other ones, other crazy gifts. But these are, I think, the ones that uh, really stood out to me. Yeah. Uh, and I love it. I love this topic so much. It was so much fun to read about this shit. I love it. Yeah. It was fun, dumb, easy, cheesy. <laughs> read it. Yeah. <laughs> White, White House cheesy. Read White about House that cheesy. shit, you guys. It's so funny. Oh, my it's God. so funny. Oh, my God. <sighs> what, a, what a fun time. Um, yeah. Well, follow us on social meds. Yeah. Uh, everywhere at DTFU Podcast on all the platforms mm-hmm. um and let's see what else send us your center class poems if you have yes. one mm-hmm. ruin in your brain send oh, yeah. it over whenever and um what else go to our website dtfupodcast.com mm-hmm. shoot us a note about anything if you have a story yeah. if you want to say hey what's up mm-hmm. shoot, yeah. shoot us a note We've been getting some email, like randomly just getting emails lately. It's so nice. It's fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. All right. All right, dude. Um, Hey, listen, guys. Mm -hmm. I hope you got some good gift ideas for the holidays. (laughs) (laughs) For the gift exchange? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to give someone cheese. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Um, And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. And, hey. Be excellent to yourselves and each other. (gasps) Bye-bye. I've been dying to tell you, Teresa. Oh, my God. I can't wait. (laughs) Um, I sell my nudes to my reply guys. I used to bartend foot fetish parties. I cannot take a shit in a public restaurant. Hey, it's your girl, Father Longlegs, Daddy T. You know me, it's Teresa Lee. Everyone has secrets, and that's what makes us human. On You Can Tell Me Anything, I ask some of the funniest comedians I know to tell me something they want to get off their chest. From secret past lives, like working with porn casting, to embarrassing stories like pooping on Canal Street in broad daylight, there's nothing you can't tell me. So listen to You Can Tell Me Anything, available now on Hoo Ha Ha Podcast Network, or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha Podcast.